You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Mosso? Not a lot, bro. Not a lot. What's that weather saying? Oh, it's horrible out there, eh? Did you get a wave in today? Nah, it was trash. And oh. I was a bit hungover. What about <laughs> yesterday when it was pumping? No, it was too big for me. <laughs> Way right, too big. Right, everyone. So we've got a lot of pre-recorded episodes, but we've been saving, not putting them up online because we really wanted to start with a bang. Who else to start with a bang than the Mark Hunt? How are you, bro? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for oh, jumping thanks on. Thanks for coming <laughs> in, bro. I remember when... Um, we were younger, me and my brothers and my dad, we were watching some of your old K1 fights in the land room and we were all jumping up and down going, he doesn't go down, he doesn't go down. <laughs> oh, what is in that head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Not much these days, but you know. <laughs> no, thanks for coming on, man. It's really, really no, appreciate it. I appreciate you guys it. bringing me on. So. You know, I remember when Mosso, um, he first told me that he's been pestering you to come on. You, you said, yeah, yeah, fucking hell, I'll come on. I started watching all your old fights again and I rang my brother. He actually lives in Otara. Oh wow! Over in South Auckland, yeah. He said, "Oh, bro, you got to get his book. You got to get his book." So <laughs> I downloaded it on Friday night. I tried to read most of it. I got ten chapters in, and it's um really interesting read, mate. And um, you really put it all out there for everyone to hear. It's Man, inspiring. Crazy. Yeah, books helped a lot of people, which is pretty good. So that was my intention and plan to um to help others in uh, different circumstances and situations. So it's, it's, it's a I'm glad I did it in the end. Mm. What was the process like writing a book like that? It's like actually this, uh, I didn't know the process either about writing a book and uh, the ghostwriter, Ben, um, who's a friend of, our, of mine now, he's a, he's a good dude, so he just has coffee, we have coffee and we just talk. You just talk and he and just, just uh, goes asked through me, the recordings later. and Yeah, he just asked me questions and, um, uh, you know, questions about different times and then whoever I mentioned in that time, he puts the name down, takes the details and goes and speaks to them and gets their side of what, what, what happens. So that's it, he builds a timeline. And that's how it works. Yeah. So originally when Mossy come to me and said, bro, we're going to start a podcast and the concept is, has life panned out the way you thought it was going to pan out from when you were younger? And I was reading your book and I could imagine like from where you come from and what happened with your family and stuff, where you are now is like light years away from where you would have thought you would have been. Yeah, correct, man. To be honest, I didn't have any plans or dreams or ambitions of being anything, just surviving a shit childhood, to be honest. Um, dealing with you know dealing with the cars that uh, God giving you like oh wow this is what it is, but um, you know um, growing and make uh, making uh, different decisions as you grow up and, and older it, it changes you it makes you um, a better person I mean like I said you only see later on if it's the right ones you've made yeah, yeah. I mean a lot of the decisions of uh, of the stuff that I've done has, has been wrong in the start. You realize that you know when you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's wrong, motherfucker. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll do that again. <laughs> but you went back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's hard to you know, It's one of those things, eh? Yeah. Like glutton for punishment. Yeah, your brother actually works in corrections over there. Okay, in South Auckland. I can't remember the place he takes me, but yeah, there's correct. a few. Yeah, there's a few over there, bro. There's so a talking about that, um, do you want to tell us a bit about your upbringing? So you're in from a big Samoan family, and. Uh, yeah, no, a small family actually. Um, um, two older brothers and an older sister, um, and my parents. That's basically it. That was uh, pretty much just a, a dirt bag, and, we, and he used to just uh, beat us up. And uh, you know, it was a real shit bag, and he he wasn't even drunk. <laughs> yeah, so not a good upbringing, um, not a good start. Um, a lot of bad decisions in the start of, of life, um, and. Um, you know, um, ended up uh, doing a lot of stupid stuff and being in jail. So, yeah. I've got a question to ask you about the book. In the book, you say, I think it's in the preface, you say there's on three separate occasions you saw the darkness. Once when you had a car accident, once standing next to your father's deathbed and once in a trap house in Sydney. Is that a figure of speech or did you actually see a dark figure? Yeah, all three times. Um, it's kind of weird though because... Um, yeah, the first time it was a, you know, it was a, it was a stolen car. We just, um, I learned to drive in stolen vehicles, but the, the, the crazy time was when I saw that thing, whatever it was, the first time I only saw like just a claw, it felt like a claw, um, um, that uh, came out of the sky, which was kind of weird. Uh, the second time was, um, when my dad died and the thing was, you know, like, like I'm looking at my dad's bed right there. And this thing sits about as far as that, like that bench there, so you know, sitting up there, two or three o'clock sort of thing. Yeah, uh, 
probably uh, uh, nine, ten o'clock. Yeah, you can see it with your peripheral vision. Like yeah, yeah. just uh, there. Um, feeling his power, and the last one, the time I saw it was um, I was like trying to move, and I was in Redfern, and I was like, <laughs> "This fucking thing!" There was up what, in the window, stiffened up. I just couldn't do anything. Couldn't yell, mm. trying to yell. It was just you know, it was a dark shade, a dark black figure at the window. So whether that was someone trying to fucking break in the house or what, what the yeah. fuck it was, <laughs> but that's the three times I yeah. saw this thing. So that's. Uh, and uh, it wasn't good. Nothing about it was good. Yeah. Well, I'm not a spiritual person, but if I saw something three times, yeah. three times, I'd have to start thinking, well, That's there's something there, you know. Yeah, I got grew up going to going to church and that, and mum was hard with it. It was, if, if you're not home by fucking four o'clock on Sunday, don't you bother coming home, then kind of thing. And but um, so you were you were originally Mormon, is that right? Yeah. And then you converted to be a Christian. What's and uh, yeah, but the thing is, is like you know, my my ex wife is Catholic. I was baptized in the Mormon Church. I mean, I've always believed in something. I don't know. I always spoke to myself whether it was I was just crazy or there was always mm. a voice in my head telling me, talking to me. And um, a lot of times when I was in trouble, I was always talking to someone. Fuck knows who it was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and being a Christian, I mean, I don't go to church that much anymore. I mean, I don't. A lot of things I still, you know. Of course, we're all born sinners. Um, that's for sure, and I don't. Uh, I've stopped, you know, pushing out the word of, of God or whatever. But I always believe that there there is someone out there, something out there. To be honest, mm. even though I'm not the most perfect person. Yeah, well, throughout the book, there's some times in there where you've been saved by something. It, some of the times in that book, you should have been gone. Some of them car accidents you had when you had stolen them cars, but something sort of kept sure, you going. A lot, of, a lot of yeah. I'm pretty lucky to come out uh, of a. You know, I mean, considering uh, not to be so fucked up, to be honest. Um. Yeah, just made the best of a bad situation, eh? And that's all you can do, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play rugby league growing up? Yeah, played rugby league, uh, Angry East, and a few different clubs. Otara also. Yeah, I wanted to be a footy player, but yeah. just uh, didn't cut it at the end. So mm. yeah. So um, after you realised you weren't going to play footy, kind of thing, and uh, you realised you're pretty good with your hands. Do you want to just tell the uh, nightclub story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got how I started fighting, and uh, was I was at uh, outside a club in Auckland. Um, you know, me and my mate just finished rolling some golfer's jacket, <laughs> <laughs> and we we're in this something I'm not proud of, but you know, but it's quite. I was in the club, and um, um, John was out there. I said, "Where's John going?" And uh, the boy said, "Oh, he's outside." I went out have a look, and these guys are kicking into him outside in, in um, K Road, and then. Uh, I just went over, you know, try and help him. And next thing they were kicking the shit out of both of us. Yeah, as you do. <laughs> yeah. And then they go, fuck, <laughs> this guy, this nigga next to me is like, what the fuck? Oh, he's like, fuck, you're supposed to help me. Like, oh, shit, <laughs> I'm, sharing, I'm sharing the kicks for you. You're not helping <laughs> from down here, bro. <laughs> yeah, so we were, that's how that happened. And, uh, and, then, and then those guys were at the, the front of the club just having a laugh about it. And the cops are there. And then... Then I just, you know, because I'm pretty fresh, I just went and just popped them, and then that was it. That was all over. We just had a massive roller there, and, and uh, the first bounce. My first trainer was the bouncer there, named Sam. He's the one that grabbed me and saved me from being arrested, I'd say. And then I was fighting in that same club that week or the following week, which was um, ironic. My first Muay Thai fight. Yeah, it's funny when he won the fight. Someone yelled out from the crowd, "That kid should be in movies," <laughs> and he started dancing. <laughs> Holy heck! So going from that into K one, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's that's a big jump, mate. I know it's a big jump, and then with that lady, she, I, was, I was laughing about it. But uh, you guess what? They, I I just got a call the other day about making a movie. I was like, oh wow, oh really? <laughs> so she was right. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, heck, they're funny, eh? Fucking oaf, being a movie. Uh, so mm. when um, so you won the grand. Grand Prix in 2001. 2001. Yeah. So, yeah, I became a prize fighter at 27. Yeah. Um, like 21 years ago, I think, or 22. Yeah. So, um, became a professional fighter. I was living in Manly by then. Um, mm. At your manager's house, yeah? Yes, at Lucy's place. Good woman, Lucy. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, living there, then um, becoming a contracted fighter that year. Um, making over a million bucks, you know, buying my parents a house, doing a lot of things. Um, yeah. 
What um, so from K one after you won that, and what's did the UFC just seem the next step for you? Well, no, because there was no UFC then. There oh, was uh-huh. there was in uh, uh, the next year after that, I think two thousand and three. There was a a competition called Pride in Japan. Pride, that's it. Yeah. So Pride and um, um, you know, I think it was yeah, Pride that hollered at me to uh, you know, they were offering quarter of a mil for one fight. Ooh. You know, and I was I was making like sixty. I was making two fifty a year in fights, for six fights. And I'm thinking, fuck, you say two fifty one fight, <laughs> and that's how much I got ripped off, man. You know, I got ripped off my first work contract, knowing that my worth could have been at least three hundred, four hundred US per fight when I'd won that title. Yeah. So you know, um, but uh, anyway, so a company called Pride hollered at me, and then I was working for them. I said I'll take that fight, uh, and I'll take that contract. So fucking knife. Because there's a lot of pressure from K1 for them to have their own manager manage your funds. Is that right? There was a, there was a lot of uh, there was just crooks and um, I mean, my manager was a crook. Fucking rip off anyway. But uh, the, it was just more money, and I like there was a different sort of fight game altogether. Um, you know, mixed martial arts is totally different just to stand up. Oh right, so you had never like trained a ground game before you took that pride fight. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Like, what is this? They asked me a question in the media in Japan. Would you like to fight a guy named Vegeta? And I'm a big uh, Dragon Ball Z fan. I said, Vegeta? Vegeta. No, <laughs> no, I'm freaking Goku. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? And, and this, uh, these guys are like, what's this guy talking about? <laughs> and then he goes, no, Vegeta's a fighter. I'm like, I didn't realize that they wanted me to do MMA. And I was like, okay, 250? Sure, let's yeah. do it. And I, um, they even gave me money to go and train with Bass Rutten. You know, which I just pocketed and just went and trained in NZ with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was just, uh, it, was, it was quite funny though. But I had like, I think eight weeks or six weeks to train and um, then had my first pride fight in, um, um, against Yoshida, who was a, a gold medalist judo player. Judo? Yeah. Oh yeah, right. And had, he had many MMA fights before that? I don't know, but he had a lot better ground game than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where it ended up? Yeah, of course. It always ends up yeah. on the ground with these guys. And uh, yeah, I think I broke his collarbone or something, but he he, he armbarred me. So, what, did you was. tap out? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Fucking nice. My arm's See, that'll get your arm ripped off, isn't it? So, throughout your um, fighting career, is there a specific athlete that stands out to you as someone as a freak? That just, you're like, whoa, this guy can move. Oh, of course. It's, uh, you know. It's always been Bruce Lee and Mike Tyson, you know, always. Mm. You know, no one else, I don't really give a fuck about anyone else. It's just always been those two, Yeah, um, to be honest. So. Bruce Lee sort of pioneered the way to mix up the martial arts and sort of Correct. spawned the start of mixed martial arts, didn't he? Yeah. What are your, uh, what are your, while we're on the topic of Mike Tyson, what are your thoughts on him and Holyfield going back at it? I don't know. I thought he was going to go at it with the cannon, um, Shannon Briggs, but who knows? I mean, um, I mean... <laughs> That's 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 his call, you know. To be honest, yep. his call as a fighter, and um, you know, maybe times are tough. I don't know. I mean, I see Dana White nodding, trying to say he'd pay for all his stuff. I mean, the dude Dana can't even look after his ex champions. I mean, <sighs> such a fuckwit, dude. Just look after your fighter and shut the fuck up about white nodding <laughs> other people. Yeah. Cunt. he's a fucking prick, man. Honestly. But this Mike Tyson, Dana. yeah. yeah. That- I don't, I, mean, like, I don't like how he sticks his face in front of all the fighters. No one wants to see your fucking bald head, mate. Move dude, out of the fucking way. Dude, he white-knighted for Mike Tyson and said, hey, whatever financials, I'll look after you. I'm thinking, fuck, you've got Mark Coleman like a few years back, couldn't pay for his own hip operation, and you've got these fighters that you're working for and you're ripping them off. Mm. You're a fucking scumbag. Shut the fuck up and look after your fighters first. But anyway, Mike Tyson, I think uh, it's his choice. Yep. But um, I know as a 46-year-old uh, person still competing, uh, I want six more fights. I want six more fights. I just, I, I just think uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard ask, but you know, you can't ask someone. He's a fighter and always will be a fighter, and that's the way it works. And you can't exactly say no to him either, can you? Well, you can't. I he's mean, an he's, animal, he's, he's, he's a great man. I mean, like, but you know, I mean, it's his call at the end of the day whether he, you know, laces it up again and does it. I mean, whether it be financial or whatever it is. I mean. I don't think anyone likes to get uh, fucked up, <laughs> to be honest, yeah, for yeah. nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you know that. what I mean? <laughs> no, I don't like that either. Just, but I can't see, I, well, I obviously don't know, but I can't see it being financial problems because he's got the whole that weed ranch and all that kind of stuff set up and his own podcast and stuff. Yeah, like, but you could be fronting, man. Yeah, yeah. You, you can could. never know people's financial mm. situations. Yeah. you got to remember that Mike Tyson is used to living a, the lab, yes. a $400 million life. He's, he's, mm. He had like, fuck, what do you mean, 100 
girls on his fucking thing. What Tigers. the fuck? <laughs> Tigers and shit. I was like, bro. <laughs> Have you fucking get a Kmart, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those tigers. I'm wearing the same same hoodie I you walked know, in here with. You know what I mean? Shit. Not all those expensive shit. Just stick to the fucking the normal shit, bro. Nah. But he's used to that. That's probably why he's like that. Have you yeah, ever met yeah. him? Yeah. I finally got to meet him once in Vegas. Um, yeah, she knew my name. What? <laughs> Which is cool. I got knocked out by JDS there, fight, but um it was a good. It was pretty good for you know four days getting a visa, getting in there and um, replacing someone else, but they couldn't do it. So I was happy for the opportunity always. And um, how yeah, do you, how do you go getting into the states if you when you've been to jail? Oh, it's a uh, you have a the company that that you work yeah. for helps uh, you. If you yeah. So yeah, if you can prove you're going to pay some money, they're going to make some money out of you. They'll yeah. have anyone. So <laughs> it's like it's like with any ca- ca- uh, country they. Um, the company that works for you has to do all the papers and everything like this. So just like with Japan, you know, uh, I got into that country without even having a visa like he wants. <laughs> you just turned up. <laughs> I turned up and like this. I'm here, guys. It took me like 30, 40 minutes, but I was lucky. He goes, she looked at me and goes, you know, next time, no, come here. We're not giving you a less visa. <laughs> You're lucky. I said, oh, thank you. Thank you, brother. <laughs> I didn't even know, man. I was like, oh. Do you but, speak uh, any Japanese? A little. Yeah, enough to get by? A little, yeah, yeah. Just to make out, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I buy all this gear, just so it looks like what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> well, the gear, no idea. In that book, you got your mate who, he was an American dude, but he was a sumo wrestler and he reached some level. What's it called? American dude? With the He's a uh, sumo, he was a sumo wrestler there. Uh, uh, Kanishki. Yeah, so he so reached he, a certain level. What's that? What is that? Yokozuna, yeah. Yeah, is that the uh, no, he's, Yeah, he's a Hawaiian, someone Hawaiian. Oh, oh is he? Yeah, they, I think uh, he, he didn't make uh, Grand Yokozuna. I think it was Akibono that made it. But yeah, um, he's still a friend now. He's a good dude. Uh, yeah. Kanishki. Kanishki was the, the biggest sumo wrestler ever. Yeah, like, fuck, over 300 kilos or something. Oh. Big dude. And they're, they're like explosively powerful. Famous oh. too over there. They're like they can do the splits, thing. dude, man. They can do the splits. I'm like, holy shit. This guy, their training is quite hard for big men to carry around that sort of weight. Yeah, and they can fucking move too, laterally as well. Oh, hell yeah. They're crazy, man. Mm. And they can eat too. That's what I like going. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> get some good feeds, man. Yeah. Kanishi's a good dude, man. Love the guy. Eh? Yeah. Nice. yeah. You still good friends with him today? Yeah. Good Does man. he come over and visit you? He did when he came over with his wife before. But oh. um, yeah, he's got all his work in Japan. He does a lot of stuff in Hawaii and retire in Japan. Yeah. To do with sumo wrestling or just with other business sort of stuff? Other heaps of different businesses. Oh, you yeah. know, like um, different businesses. Yeah, you obviously like Japan. Oh, I love Japan. Yeah, yeah. I love Japan. You know, uh, uh, I thought I was, you know, Japanese in a different life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Japanese in a different life, but yeah, and I love Japan. It was um, it was eye opening. Different culture, different people, and yeah, they're like uh, weird shit. That's why they probably <laughs> like me. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever no, been there? Nah, I haven't been there. Yeah, I want to no. go there. How, how bad? You never been there? No, I was gonna go, but my mate got married in Vietnam that year, so I went to that instead. And couldn't really afford two overseas trips that year. Fair enough. Yeah, I will be going there. That's on my bucket list. Good anyway, place. So back when you um, got a sidetracked there, <laughs> back to your um, entering the UFC. What was what was that? Was that a pretty big moment for you? Like not really, to be honest. I never fought in the octagon before, and um, it's a. Uh, I won't speak about it, but it's, 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 uh, it was uh, something I wasn't up for. Wasn't wanting to do. Oh no. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and it went that way because of different circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, but uh, but yeah. So that's uh, it didn't go well neither. My first fight um, in the UFC, getting armbarred. I think oh no, I was a it was a Kimura. I think it was with the um, McCorkle, and uh, yeah. So that's that's how I started yeah. the UFC. Throughout the book, you, when you're reading the book, it's like every fight you took was like, oh yeah, just another fight, just another fucking fight. You know, every fight you took because it was you yeah. Know, there was nothing <laughs> serious about any. The only serious time I took it was when I fought in the K1 for the world title. Yeah. The rest of them were just like, yeah, you know. Yeah, a lot of them. I did actually for the first mixed martial arts in um, in uh, in UFC. I did uh, you know f- try and try change things by going to Florida and training with the with ATT and um, oh, yeah. you know trying to learn something. But um, you know, still got kamurid. <laughs> so the people who you come up against are like black belts and stuff, and you're basically just trying to learn defense and sprawl belt. and <laughs> I'm a white belt playing a black belt game punching but yeah that's that's how it worked and i couldn't catch up so i learned quickly that we did i had to do a lot of um submission defense and yeah. that's basically all we did yeah 
I've heard people talk about jujitsu, like a man your size, like a man my size can hold you down. And I've never really grasped yeah. that. How does like easy? Like I'm, I'm only eighty kilos. I don't know how you are, but easy. Someone who's eighty kilos can feel like they're three hundred kilos. I don't know. I can't. I want to get in there and I'll give it a go to see what it's like. It should jujitsu is the equalizer, especially with the the weights. A big guy tires out really quickly. Yeah, and someone at your weight, like that's what I learned when I first went. Um, Training with Steve and, and and Steve was like uh, he's around eighty something ninety something kilos. He's like and I was looking at these two guys wrestling. And I was like, what is that shit, man? Yeah. <laughs> Just stand up. And he's like this. Yeah, you come and stand up, Bruh. I spent the next eight weeks getting fucked up, man. The dude, he <laughs> was knee riding my lips, fucking everything. I was getting choked out hard. I was busy. I was. I learned this more than anything else. Yeah, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> Morse code. Yep, I learned to tap more than anything else. Mm, so with the training camps, did you love them or fucking hate them? I fucking hate training. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hate training. Hate uh, never liked training. I mean, I only liked what comes out on the other side. The end result. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I start like I mean, like I'm now a fat motherfucker. Then, and during the process, you know, there's like a, a, a changing of you, and on the other side, what comes out is, is is like a rebirth of someone new. It's like a new person. Yeah, and it feels like man, this this person's freaking. You know, is it different? And is your mindset changing throughout that physical? Yeah, because physical you, change. You have to endure the process. Yeah, you know, when you endure it, you're growing every day, stronger and stronger and better. And by the time you come at the other end, you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna kill some motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Where you at? No. <laughs> yeah, I've been tapping for months straight. I can't wait to punch someone in the face. Yeah, if you're not losing in training, man, you need better partners. Yeah, <laughs> you're not losing on a daily with, diff- with 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 your team. Now you're with, then you need different partners. So yeah. when you um, <clears throat> so you're known obviously for the walk off knock knockout. Do you just feel their face melt in your fist or something? Like, how do you just, you just know? Yeah, you just know. Just You just know. Because I'm a fucking bad cunt. You know when you go for a piss in the middle of the night and you walk back to your bed and your knees are aching? That's how you walk away, just nice and slow. Just, uh, <laughs> down he goes. You know, I was just fucking, no, just, you just feel it though, that's all. I mean, a lot of fighters will know the feeling of it and it just feels like nothing. You just feel like it's just... You just know. You say, oh, okay, he's done. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you literally can punch somebody's face off. <laughs> mm. We were talking about it before you came in. Like, imagine fucking getting hit by that. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, that's not no, for me, eh? Yeah, but that's, you know, this life is, everyone's life is different. I mean, I was, I was born to do this shit, get beat up, because I was getting beat up as a kid for my stupid old man, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just makes sense. Uh, fighting is a, is, is a life of affliction, which is, you know, pain. That's just what it is. Mm. Just there's how a, much you can take. There's a point in the book that I sort of look back on. I read it a couple of times. Paragraph. It's a point where a kid was picking on you or something, and you picked him up and you threw him across the room. And for you, that was like a, yeah. hey, I can control this environment. Yeah, because at home, you couldn't. Yeah. Mm. This one. And then I think a lot of your shit sort of stems off the back of that realisation. Yes, that's correct. That's exactly what it is. No, I mean the the words you people say to you. You they, you can't control what they say, or you know things they do. They can't control, but you can control can control yourself. You know when you get to that point, and that's the, that's how I felt about. It. I mm. said, oh, you might say all the shit about me, but I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Just come say it over here, will you? <laughs> I will fuck you up, boy. No. Was it scary going into an adult prison when you were sixteen? Fifteen. Fifteen. No. no, no, no. I don't think it was. I thought it was quite good actually. The place was good. Uh, you know. Fuck, I got food there. It was really good. I loved mm. prison. It was um, it wasn't scary at all. It was, it was just, yeah, it just, it was just something a new experience to be honest. But the experience where they they fed you properly, <laughs> free gym. <laughs> I only started training in there too, like weights and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, and then you went back for another for another few feeds. That's how we do it, you know. <laughs> I mean, glutton for punishment sometimes, you know. Just, just the way it is, you know. Okay, no. I love what it. are you gonna do? Yeah, we're glutton for punishment, aren't we, Mosso? Oh, I say that every Sunday when I wake up hungover. I'm like, why the fuck did you I? You guys do that drink again? a lot. Uh, I haven't uh, had a drink all weekend. Uh, yeah, it's hard. You guys are still young, though. I mean, we yeah. get to my age, trying to, you know. I mean, come back from that is like, oh fuck. Mm. It's hard, especially when you got little ones and you know, yeah, different definitely. shit going on. You're like, fuck. It's no time for that. I mean, I'd rather these days. I'd rather get up early, enjoy the day, yeah, the whole day to do things. So you're running at four thirty in the morning. Is that right? We're up at four. We're running at five thirty uh, um, every mornings and um, just training. Yeah, get our second training session just after that, after a coffee, and then the next one at about two o'clock, and then we're done for the day. 
How come you up in Newcastle? I was getting ready for this uh, boxing match with Paul Gallen, so um, training with the Fogarty brothers at Steel City Boxing. So oh yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah right. The dudes. How'd you get onto them? I know Rich, uh, Rich from um, different camps and different places. I have a good rapport with some people. Some people you just get along with, and you like. I could just yeah. train with this person and hang out, and um, you just click. And he's a filthy animal. That's <laughs> 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 uh, we're talking about that other way in, in, in the car, bro. <laughs> oh, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> he's a mm. filthy animal. <laughs> so where are you staying up in Newcastle? East Moss, I said. Was that? You're staying up in Newcastle? Yeah. East? Right in the thick of it. Newcastle East, so yeah. Just uh, got an Airbnb spot and uh, I, mean, I had to extend my place too, so... But uh, yeah, I love the I love Newcastle. It's a good place. Love Newcastle. So it sucks that everything's shut, so you can't even really check it out. Can't go to any pubs or cafes or restaurants or yeah. I love Newcastle. I mean, shitload of women up here though. Oh, <laughs> mate, you should see it in summer down where he lives. He lives down at um, right on the water there. Yeah, I mean, you should see it down there in summer where phew, it's like just a constant stream of them just pouring past. Oh, you know, being single helps nowadays. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm allowed yeah. to look too. Oh, <laughs> look, don't touch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, um, just give me your thoughts on how grossly underpaid people like yourself and everyone in the UFC are, and how, like, obviously, we all think Damon White's a scumbag, like, just the new generation of slave owner. Yep. How, how do you think that can be? Like, how can you change that? Or do you think it's going to take for another organisation to start and just start paying people properly and everyone eventually ends up jumping ship? Like, how, how does this change? How that's, do you get money? How do you get your money? That's easy, man. That's the easiest freaking question to answer. Um, uh, let me start with, with the... I thought it was 4% that they're paying. Um, but it's actually a bit more, which still sucks anyway. Yep. I mean, it's not even close to what the, the basketball and everything else is paying. Um, and how you started is how you, how you change things is uh, the people because the people have the power. Don't support them. Don't buy UFC. Don't pay for the pay per view. The pay per views aren't going to the fighters. Not a, not a share of it. They're only getting four percent of it. Um, the pay per views are going to the rich people that own the company. I mean, the the, the Abu Dhabi Royal Family owns that company too. Ten percent. The these celebrities that uh, own this company are really wealthy because of people. Yeah, you got not pull. because of themselves. Because of people. Because of us buying their shit, watching their movies, and when the people don't support that company, where's the company? Mm. And for the fighters, the fighters, it's easy. Just I don't want to fight. The problem is they can't do it singly. They've got to do it as a unit. Yeah. Despite the if they'd like, I mean, I don't like a lot of those fighters in there, but to make change, I mean, I say yeah, let's do it together. I think there's twelve hundred in their roster. If all twelve hundred said I don't want to fight, where's the UFC? They got nothing. They yeah. think they hold all the power, and how they hold the power on down on these guys? They make them fight just enough to get to the next fight, to live on, to pay all the bills, just to survive. Then they got to do it to the next fight. Yep. You know they've taken away. The, they're not. They're not employees. They're subcontractors. Um, there's a lot of things they're missing out on already. All the all the smaller guys, where they had um, their own sponsors, they don't get them. They, they, you know they've got to get a sponsor with the UFC. They've got to pay them a hundred thousand dollars first, then pay you. No big cup, no no company can afford that because it the, all your all the fighters and stuff. What people a lot of people don't realize is you got to pay for your all your own camps and stuff, eh? Hey? Like everything you, you get, got, yeah, everything you pay for yourself. Um, you know, you have got to have the rights, uh, the the money thing. So you've got to have your own trust. You got to make your own trust up where it goes through a little bit of. You not get paid 40, 47 cents in the dollar. You get paid fifteen percent in the dollar. Um, there's there's so many ways to, to try and make streamline the way you get paid. And the, to save money, and um, the UFC have streamed like this because they're a big company, and 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 all the fighters are just getting screwed. They're getting, they're not getting yeah. their worth at all. Well, they've got a monopoly on it, but they're not letting the fighters promote themselves and attract um, external sponsorship. Well, well the they fighters say, "Well, if you want that, you got to give us a hundred thousand dollars." The fighters are not- owned. The image is owned by the company. Fuck. What they own the image. They they they. Well, look when you see me on a game, what yeah. do you, what do you think I get out of the game? You get how much? But nothing. Fuck all. <laughs> so all the fighters share a small revenue of that as well. You know, for a figure on a game, they take all the revenue because they own your image. Mm. It's fucking... You're not even an employee it's, and yeah. they own your image. Contracted, like you You have said, to wear, yeah. wear their uniform and fight with... It's just, it's just the raw. These guys are just slavers and that's all they are. 
and they try to make up um, anyone that says differently. They try to they try to shut them down or pay mm. them off. And you see it by all these fighters that are coming through saying, "I'm not happy." I mean, uh, they don't get enough money. I mean, look at the difference between um, some fighters, some boxers pay pack as to some MMA, UFC fighters, mm. champions pockets. Fucking, they're Leaks, not even yeah, the same league. They the should be getting paying the same fucking money, but someone's making 30, 40 mil, someone's making fucking two or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. There's an argument to be made that the UFC is a bit more popular than boxing at the moment. Oh, of course. So it's mainstream as, and everyone watches it, everyone yeah. knows it. So everyone buys the pay-per-views, everyone but, buys the gears, so there's, there's not like there's no money. Yeah, but, but people think, they try to all make all these excuses that I've seen on my Instagram and Facebook, they say, oh, it's only a young company, this and that. I'm thinking... It's Fuck a young, that. it's a young company compared to the other company because the other companies are old. That's the only reason it's young. It's not young as in money. It's making bank. Yeah. Doesn't matter you how know? fucking young you are. If you're making squillions of dollars, why can't you pay the people right? <laughs> well, it's a young discipline. Mixed martial arts is a young discipline. So how could you possibly have a company that lasted forever yeah. on a on an art that's only just sort of formed in the early two thousands sort of thing? And that's what I like. I, you know, applaud you for because you stood your ground with it, like mm. the. Like on next top, like the whole fucking steroids shit. People getting cleared to fucking fight, and they haven't passed. Oh, if you lose that, like with the whole fucking Brock Lesnar shit, and dude, dude, it's, it's, it's so annoying to me because it went through my whole. I mean, I, I got uh, bitter three years ending into my career with that company because I was like, I was like, you guys. Gonna, I mean, I broke my hand in one one instant in the fight, and I watched the guy fight before I I was healed. I was like. Become, every fight you lose against a cheater, it becomes a no contest. You don't go up and rank. You don't get no extra money. It's just like oh, okay, you get your contract money. That's it. Mm. But it does. It's not the the same as you lose all the advantage. Those guys get all the advantages and they don't get punished. The UFC says they have the best policies, the best testing policies. They they might do, but you gotta follow it up. Do they enforce it? No, no. And then it, it takes the limelight off you because you just lost to somebody who's using steroids. And, and I didn't cheating. lose. I got cheated out of exactly. it. Yeah, that's right. That's what exactly. it is. People think that they see me losing to a guy. It's not losing. That guy's mm. cheated. Mm. Just like when Lance Armstrong won seven Tour de France's. He cheated all those people that were there that came second while there was 40-something of those motherfuckers that were cheating. And the 41st person is the one that wasn't cheating. So that 41st person <laughs> is the one that should have had all the benefits. His kid should have had all the benefits. Yeah, and that's, that's the exactly. thing, though. You look, you look at the, the difference from the number one yep. to the number 42. So if that Price. doesn't tell you there's an advantage, yeah, that's right. And that's in bike riding. That yeah. tells you how big an advantage in mm. bike riding. So the advantages these fighters are getting are, are you know astronomical. It's, it's a, I mean, you can try and beat all of them all the time, but I mean, most likely you'll lose against some guys that are cheating. I mean, sometimes you can knock them out, but in the end of the day, if they're cheating, you are, man, you, and and the company doesn't do anything about it. They yeah. just put them through the process, and the process they own. And it mm. kills me because so you're fucked. Fights like the ones you've, you've had: Frank Mir, Bigfoot, Brock Lesnar, Overeem. They've all tested positive. You beat half of them, but well, that, well, look, that one with well, Bigfoot, look, I was so look, disappointed to find out he was on that on that shit because that was up. Look, look at this. Before that, Overeem, I got knocked out by Overeem. They asked me to fight a guy named Josh Barnett before that, and I said, "Josh Barnett." I said, "Fuck that guy's a cheater." I said, "No," nah, and they're like, "We want you to fight him." I said, "Well, okay, look, I'll fight him. Put in this clause." So if he gets pinged for cheating, take off all his money. And I don't give it to me, just take it off. I don't want to make a cent. They said no. I said, you argued for a little bit. Yeah, they said no, we argued for a little bit. And then two days later, the guy pops and I started laughing. He goes, nah, fuck you guys. Look at him, he's a cheater and you guys were going to... You knew it. And I, I didn't know it. I just, from past experience, he's been caught. I just thought, you know what? Okay, he's a cheater. He's been caught before. Okay, I want this clause. They didn't do it. And then he popped two days later. And I started laughing, and then they came back to me and said, oh, okay, we want you to fight this other guy. We want you to fight Alistair. And I'm thinking, you motherfuckers. I said, that's another cheater. Mm. And then I went for, we went through the same process. Can you, can you put a clause in the contract? Take off his money if he gets caught. They said, no. But guess what they did after that? Instead of saying no and we want you to fight him, we said, they said no and sent, you a letter, sent us a letter from the lawyer saying, if you don't take this fight, you're going to get fired. Hey. So they forced me to fight the fight, and I got knocked out. These guys are motherfuckers, bro. That, that's mm. how sour I got with these annoying pricks. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I got the letter in my emails. It's fucking. And, oh, and not too no. many words. They were saying, "We're gonna fire you if you don't take this fight." Mm. 
That's crazy how like, they can do that. Bro. Basically, what they're saying to their athletes is, we own you. Well, no, well, they do. You can cheat, yeah, and you get caught later, but you can make fucking x amount of money, x amount doing yeah, it. Yeah, and then, but if you don't, like, if you're not cheating, you might not get the fucking chance to make that money because they can't take the money off you. They'll, they'll, they'll say, they'll say to them, they'll only let the guys pass that are making bank for them. Mm. You know, the big guys. The other guys, they'll ping them. I mean, they pinged a few guys like John Jones, the fucking Gronk, but. <laughs> the end of the day that they, they're, they're still doing that shit you know they, they're just scumbags in their slavers i just and you know um it's been such a hard road working for them especially when you have to go to work and you have to get you know your face punched and and that's why it went sour for me and that like you know it's been your passion like it, it's just going to leave that bitter taste in your mouth kind of thing like i can't i can't believe they get away with doing it. what was it with uh brock lesnar they knew like there was some clause where he didn't have to get tested leading well, they, into the they fight. Got, they got a full month where they can give them a buffer where they don't have to get tested. <laughs> and I and I said to Dad, I was like, bro, I mean, I might have said that he's a fucking cheater, all this shit. But, you know, I wasn't talking to Dan until the next day I said to him, bro, are you testing this guy? And I thought, he, you know, we're on the same, he's on the same level as not cheating. He doesn't, he gives a fuck about money. Yeah. So he would have made a deal already with Brock Lesnar before that. He did all that shit. So these guys have set it all up. They set it up for their sale. They were selling the company. They wanted big numbers. And then when they gave them the, the four-month buffer, I'm like, this, why the fuck would you do that? Is that the four months leading up to the fight? Or like there's a four-month period? Four months leading up to the fight. Couldn't yeah. be tested. Yes. And I'm thinking, why the fuck? You said you were testing. He says, he's the most tested athlete in the world. But uh, we're going to give him a four-month waiver. <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> we had to get this fight done, Mark. I, did, I made a deal with Vince McMahon, you little cunt. <laughs> That's what he said. He messaged me and he said, oh, we, we, went, we made a deal with Vince McMahon. I said, you motherfuckers. Mate, it just, just gets deeper and deeper, doesn't it? Isn't it, right? Uh, it's funny because I, I was looking through my text and I was like, oh, shit. This is my, the lawyers might need this. Okay, send it to them. I love doing. He said, "Oh, we made a deal with Vince McMahon, and these motherfuckers, the 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 president of the United States, is saying, oh, we got to get our economy started by this fucking ballhead cunt and this other cunt.' They know what, Vince McMahon? We're gonna get these two cunts to fucking restart our economy. They're just the slave masters. They're not gonna <laughs> the fuck? the economy. They're just gonna get richer while the poor get poorer. They're fighting in front of no one. How That's what's happening. Restarting the economy. That's what's no one happening. There watching. Well, the the money's going there. They got. They made what? How many? The last show they made. They've had three shows in one week." Oh, as they know over yeah, over hundred million dollars or something. Where's that going? Lots mm. of the fighters, that's no. for sure. It should be as like a retainer. Well, to get uh, them not not ten percent, not twelve percent, at least forty percent. Yeah, you know, I got, I got a question on my Instagram. Some media goes, you know, the fighters only make ten percent up of the of the of the UFC roster. I'm thinking, are you kidding me? Who else is there? People don't go there to Are watch the blokes me? pushing pens in the office, boy. Okay, so let's pay to watch Dana White talk shit. How about that? You fucking moron. He's a fucking moron. I was thinking, how the fuck are you that stupid? Yeah, let's pay I to know. watch the referee. You, you know, on. I looked at his, uh, his, his fucking Instagram. He a zero account. Yeah, one of fucking UFC employees. He's got all these fucking employees there bagging him up on Instagram and, and Facebook talking shit. Fucking pricks. <laughs> I don't oh. know how you lasted that. Like, obviously... I guess what, what you're doing, you got to get paid. But I don't know. I'm how a prize pay. fighter, and I and I work for. I get. I fight for money. That's mm. just the bottom line about prize fighter. At the end of the day, and, and that's the the truth about it. I mean, fighting's not for everyone, because um, not everyone can do it. Yeah, mm. only, only the best seat at the table. But this table is pretty. It's pretty pretty savage, man. You got to get yeah. pretty pretty nasty to get something to eat out of there, man. Mm. And things are getting worse with these guys. So, you know, with this lawsuit, um, one of the lawsuits that I've been trying to change it. Um, you know, the Ali Act, bringing in the Ali Act, it changes a whole lot of things uh, for the, the fighters coming through, the boys and the girls. So hopefully that can come through. The UFC have been fighting it really hard not to bring this in. What's but, the um, Ali Act? It's, um, it's an act of transparency. They're not, um, they're, they're employees, they're not, uh, they're subcontractors. The money gets shown from the top to the bottom. Who's earning what? There's oh, mm. a lot of different things that change with the Ali Act, to be honest. No security and, um, for the fighters at the moment if they're subcontractors. Well, they, they're all gen they're all sharing. Um, I think it's twelve percent of, of of the revenue, total revenue. That's twelve percent robbery. Twelve twelve percent, and um, mm. that's just disgusting. Oh. Yeah, the basketballers I think they share like forty percent. Ah, yeah, see. So there's the difference, yeah. right? They're not yeah. getting their heads bounced off the canvas, are yeah. they? 
They're bouncing a there ball. They're not getting punched yep. in the face. Yeah, they're getting buzzed, right? They're taking getting di- buzzed. Like, hey. yeah. <laughs> they're taking dives and you're getting punched to the ground. Like, not yeah. me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it used to be me. And you know what, mate? I still got six fights there, but that used to be me. And I, like I said, I was always fighting for, for more. I never got the title, but I was one of the highest paid there. Because why? Because I always fucking said I want more. I can't live off this shit. Mm. And I didn't have a fucking extravagant life. I was just, I was just, it was gaming a lot. But <laughs> 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 no, I was just sick of fucking getting paid pittance. Man. I mean, like yeah. those boxers, when they make the top end and get the world titles, they make fucking bank. Yeah, well, that's exactly Why right. can't these, and everyone's watching the UFC. So why can't the UFC or the mixed martial arts fighters get the same thing? Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's like why, like a lot of people had a lot of things to say about when Connor went and did the Mayweather thing. Good on him. He's fucking. Oh, but who the fuck wouldn't for that kind of money? But that's the difference because when Connor transcended over there, it was like this dude, he went, he became bigger than sport. The yeah. sport it was like, dude. And that's, that's how you make. And the thing, the good thing about, the thing about he needs to do is change how he talks, how he does everything. Now he needs to change for everyone else. Mm. Mm. Sort of lead from the front. He set the bar. That's now the he's problem. got to. You know, there People almost s- needs to be like a kind of union. Yeah, well, that's that's even another th- the thing we're trying to work on. The union is even harder. People, people sit, but like I said, people got to get on board. We only need like 51% of the people to do it. But Like a fighter's but, union. Yeah. But unions, people will say unions go bad anyway. They go bad if you have the wrong people on the board. Mm-hmm. If people get paid, it's just like USADA. I mean, <laughs> they say they don't get paid, but then why are all these results coming out after the fights? Yeah, that's exactly right. And there's a history of it. There's a history of the f- the results coming after the fight. So why didn't it come before the fight? Yeah. Oh, well, they did it like two weeks before the other guy did it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, we had to sell and the pay-per-view first. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then we'll bust it. We're not, we're not, not dumb, bad, you motherfuckers. We can see. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking not bad, all right, hey. Well, it's a These fuckers machine, are terrible. Yeah, they're not looking after their fucking own. But when, sure. once, once they get caught up, they're going to all fall. Once they start falling, they're going to fucking... When the light turns on these rats, they're all going to scatter. Like the house That's how it works. Yep. They're going to scatter like fucking rodents, man. We're going to get you fuckers. <laughs> I'll One be or the other. I'll be waiting behind One or the other, we're going to get these guys, man. If it's not me, it's going to be someone else. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Hopefully the, these yeah. other guys can see that you're leading, leading from the front as well. Well, I'm, I'm, I, This is nothing for me because I'm not in their company anymore. This is... I've been in there, went out there already, and this is... These other guys, I don't make nothing from this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just for to try and change, change the way they do things. Just, change. Yeah. What's I right? Mean, yeah. When I, yeah, when I was in it, it was happening with me. And why do I have to fucking argue here with this person and argue here with this person when I'm at the top end trying to make money, fight? Yeah. And all I want to do is just come in and fight and, and try to be the world, the world's best. But I got to fight with this motherfucker, this motherfucker. Yeah. Trying to he, fucking lace my pockets, like yeah. So hopefully the younger fighters out there can see what Mark's trying to do for you and fucking get a bit of support behind him. Well, yeah, that's it. Uh, I mean, a lot of people in, in the position already, it's hard for them to, to think, you know, they all say they got mortgages. And then I'm thinking, bro, you're going to be fighting for fucking pittance and then you're going to get a job after this finishes. Trust me, I understand. Mm. <laughs> Back to fighting. Yeah, so is this Paul Gallon thing actually happening? Hopefully, when the, the COVID thing ends up uh, uh, moving on, you know, um, I think everything's opening up. Got a few businesses trying to open up at the moment. So, you know, um, hopefully. We can get somewhere to get in this match on the way, you know. I like Paul, but you know, I don't, I don't know why he called me out. He probably thought I was too old to I, fight, but you know. Bro, I was thinking the same, like, same thing. Does he know what he's getting yeah. into? Like he was a footy player mm. who's having a goal boxing. Mm. You have been a fighter this whole time. Yeah. Now you're just going to go back and have another go at boxing, like. But you've Fucking been hell. caving people's heads in from the jump. Mm. Well, <laughs> does he know? Has he watched your highlight reel yet? I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I know Paul. We've had lunch and everything with you. I don't know what. Uh, maybe it's a thing of um, create the hype, mm. making money. I think maybe it's just a, a, a platform to make money, which is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, you know. I mean, if you're willing to do it, then that's just the way it is. So you know, um, I'm looking forward to see how this thing goes out and plays out, and like a knife. Yeah, is when everything gets back to some sort of normality. To be honest, is there a specific fight that you fought that stands out to you as like a career highlight? Yeah, not, not not much. Uh, you know, these days, especially with all the the sourness, uh, the bitterness with all the UFC stuff, fighting is, is like I said. I've they took took my love for fighting away. To be honest, I mean, I've only just got it back recently because you know. But um, yeah, I no fight. I mean, the fight right now is what I'm talking about. Big Paul. Nah, the fight again in the. Oh, courts, this is your courts. big fight. This is your big fight. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Oh man! 
So uh, it's the only fight, fight that matters. Yeah, you know, fucking true. I mean, I and I and I didn't even want to be in a court battle. No. I mean, why the fuck was someone with no money trying to take a guy with the with all the money? Yeah, with all the money, all the reason. And why do you do it? It's because he's got all the money. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, bro. Just uh, people say to me, "It's like yeah, this is a money grab." I say, "Of course, the only way you t- teach these guys is to, to, to stop fucking everyone over." It's the only thing they respond to. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, you can't assault. You can't do anything. So, I mean, I mean, fuck. What do you think I get punched in the head for? Money. They stole all my money. <laughs> yeah. I would have had lots more money. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's fucking robbery, bro. Absolute robbery. So uh, anyway, apart from the fighting, let's say you love your gaming, huh? Correct. Now, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Is it true once when you were gaming, hmm. some kid was calling you out and giving you shit online? Yeah, I'm embarrassed <laughs> about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. You, so yeah, I'll let you tell the story. <laughs> Yeah, it's not one of my proud moments, to be honest. It's not uh, one of my proud moments, and I don't think it's a, you know, I, I did, because, uh, you know, you get a bit uh, online, you get a bit crazy with gaming, and you get a bit, you know, a lot of trolls online talking shit, like, fuck. Anyway, I went over to, yeah, went over to this kid's house, I was playing Counter-Strike. We started getting, getting into it, uh, and he starts, you know, he lives in the area, I'm saying, fuck, he lives in, you live in my area? Fuck, all right, where do you live? Gives me his address, I go over there. I feel like a fucking moron. Um, just jump out of my fucking car and I walk up to this guy's door and I got a, I feel like I got a dunce hat on my head and my mind's going, you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, just going, yeah, you are, but I'll still go knock on the door. I gotta smash this guy. <laughs> I gotta smash this guy, knock on the door. And this fucking little kid comes out with it. I'm like, going, where's, where's your dad? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, fuck, you're such an idiot, man. I just, I just before he was, his squeaky voice said, I just turned around and walked off. I said, fuck, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a fucking flop. And I just jumped in the car and just took off and said, why would you be such a fucking loser? Was oh. the kid scared though? He was like this. So you didn't... Uh, ob- uh, he's at work. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you dumb fucking black cunt. Bro. Just fucking get the guy. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck a dumb cunt, bro. I'm a dumb cunt, bro. That was the, one of the stupidest moments of my life. Did you get so... Work- so obviously he was beating you then. Well, gaming, <laughs> he was cheating. <laughs> he was fucking cheating, I swear to God. In the, in the game of Counter-Strike, there's so many cheaters, bro. I've had it, look, look. More I've than the UFC? Oh, way more. <laughs> I've had an account for over 20 years, and I've spent over $20,000 on my account of Counter-Strike, and what you spend that on is skins. You pay for it. And man, I was I was so upset. Just like about six months ago, I started. I downloaded the hacks and said, "I'm fucking sick of this cheating." And I started cheating myself. Oh, dude! I started going around shooting people through doors and laughing away. <laughs> and all these guys are going crazy. I'm saying, oh, "I don't give a fuck." You know, I mean, you guys are doing it. Yeah, and you know, it. you know, the funny thing is, when you're cheating, you meet some of the mm. best cheaters on there. <laughs> I met these guys who were cheating. Guys, what are you doing, man? I was like. Well, I'm doing what I'm just fucking cheating. You got to try and hide it. And I'm thinking, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> be a magician, energy. <laughs> you know, you, you come on here and you meet these guys. There's like there was six. There's like a crew of six guys, and he goes, "This guy is the best cheater ever." I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me? The best cheater? How the fuck is he even? I was so pissed off. You know, at the end of the end, I got banned in the game, and I said, "You know, what? I'm not playing the game anymore." Do you play any other games now? So I just play chess. Oh, yeah. I play chess and I've just been playing on the PC on the PlayStation lately because not my son left his PlayStation at home. So I've also heard you um you're not bad with the ping pong, is that right? I'm okay. I mean I did lose to one of the to Josh uh, West. He got me. Did yeah. you ever play the uh, Jorge? I saw on the half half No, I didn't half end up podcast. Jorge. No, no. No, I didn't end up playing with Jorge, so yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a hiding, you're looking at it. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> it's ping a pong, big talk. Man. Ping pong, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> ping pong. Ah, oh, but uh, uh, oh, bro. Did you have a ping pong table, Molly? Nah, dude, we had one. We had to get rid of it when we moved into the unit. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, what, do you think? what do you do? What do you do? Not much. What's up for the Savo, Mark? Um, nothing really. I just got the kids. Just went home. Um, they picked them up. Oh, Jules picked them up and went. And nothing really. So what's uh what's next for Mark Hunt in the next five years you reckon? Um, well, enjoying life I say. I mean, I'm looking to uh, get a place somewhere. I don't know if it's here or out um, near the kids. Um, I love Newcastle. The beach is really cool here. So it depends on what I set up. I want to enjoy the rest of my life. Um, and uh, you know, want to do a lot. Of, it depends on how things work out. But um, 
I want to um, do a lot of the businesses that I've got, you know, business trying to open with gyms and different things. I've got some good business partners. Um, a lot of things, actually, but just chilling out, yep. enjoying um, different stuff. Have you been in Newcastle through summer yet? Not yet. Oh, it's beautiful, bro. You should see it. It's fucking it's, awesome. It's nice Town's now. alive. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. shit out there today. You were down there at the beach yesterday, yeah? Down at Merriweather? See the sun? Yeah, we were running and uh, came back and there was only a few brave souls that tried to to mix it up with the, with the fucking the waves. Yeah. And it was funny because they started here and they ended up way over there. <laughs> they didn't even get out. <laughs> I watched about 30 <laughs> blokes try to jump out, jump off the, uh, at the pump house and it rocks oh, and stuff. Oh, oh they yes. couldn't make it? Straight down. No. no fuck that. Needed the jet ski, but the jet ski got out there, got them out the back and it was good after that. But fuck, I was like, man, there's some, I said, I said there's, there's a sick waves out there, but no one's game enough to, uh, to uh, head out there, I wish someone had anyone would have some balls to do it. And mm. fucking Bam's like, "Yeah, I'll go get that board." I said, "Fuck, he's gonna get the mattress out of the day." Come on, come on. Do you reckon um, Ty's got what it takes to be the champ? Of course. Yeah, so I mean, shucks. He's it, from it, the West, baby. Of course <laughs> he does. What do you mean? Oh, I reckon he can do it as well. Of course, man. There's, I mean, shucks. He's uh, he's a born fighter. He's like me. Yeah. So you know, that's uh, there's no doubt in mind if he puts dedication and time like anything well was you know you can do it you can be the best fighter or the best whatever you want to do in the world it just takes time and dedication i really like with ty and tyson they're, they're making their you know they're branding themselves early you know yeah with the, like the half part, half cast podcast now the drink west beers out yeah. try to get a carton but it was sold out so maybe you can hook me up man uh, you <laughs> can, hey you can ask bam yourself and it's, it's a nice tasting beer too mm. man they're doing well they're learning a lot so you know, um, it's just good to see. It's just good to see the boys like repping the West that hard. Because I yeah. remember growing up, yeah, like Shame living out there. It's kind of like you come out to a place like, oh, he's that Westie. Yeah. He's that there. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not. Fuck uh, it's it's cool to be from out West now, man. Yeah, it's yeah. Just it's the whole thing. Like West, yeah. the one four. All the yeah. boys, everyone's coming up now. There's some it's good great, groups right? coming up from there. So yeah, I mean, leading the way is Tyson and Tyler. It's good. You know, yeah. I mean, mm. they're doing good things at the moment, which is awesome. So it's yeah. good to see. That's yeah, we cool. both grew up out West. Oh wow! And it's like, where were you? The like um. Uh, Villawood, Chester oh, wow. Hill, in there, Bankstown. Yeah. Really and you guys are out here. All the West is coming. We made it. Yeah. 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 We made it. Started from the bottom. Oh. Now we're here. <laughs> you know, just two Westy Darrows just trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Oh, no, bro, well, if no. you're not trying, you're just sitting on the couch yeah. fucking throwing rocks. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right, and bro. no one likes motherfuckers sitting and throwing <laughs> rocks. <laughs> <so> <laughs> hey. If you're not trying, get the uh, fuck yeah. out of here. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh well, man. Yeah, yeah, mate. Wrap this one up. Fucking hell, that was awesome. Right. Thanks a lot for coming on. I really no, appreciate, appreciate the time, man. Just spreading the word. Yeah, spreading the word about the UFC. You know, keep going out there. I mean, if you want to support the fighters, don't support the company. I mean, because your money's not going to the, some of the fighters. At least until the the UFC changes their their percentages to give the fighters a fair share. Mm. These fighters are top end fighters, and they deserve to be getting paid accordingly. Mm. They don't take no pay cuts. They'll get if it becomes forty percent. If you're worth a world champion, you get world champion pay. So I mean, I'm only just speaking from experience and what I've seen. Okay, yep. nothing made up here, man. <laughs> That's why I'm doing something about it. I'm in a fucking couple of lawsuits doing something about it. Thanks for the time, boys. No, no, just before we go, can you give a shout out to my brother Ben that lives over in Otara? <laughs> oh damn, what's up, uh, Ben? What are you doing in Otara, cuz? <laughs> yeah, he's a bit lonely. He needs to come home. I think. Oh damn, what the hell are you doing over there, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he loves the markets. He oh, loves damn. the Otara oh, markets, wow, baby. <laughs> The flea markers, cuz <laughs> well, you got the good food there, anyway. Yeah. You'll end up like me, fat. Oh, the a good day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Well, thanks again for that, right, guys. Thanks, uh, for thanks, me thanks on. Mark. Legend. That thanks, was man. off the record. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that was not a hitch, man. Good. This podcast is brought to you by Sage Painting www.sagepainting.com.au. Yeah, for works around the Newcastle and Hunter area, no job too big or too small. Contact Sean for a free quote today. Thank you very much.